2: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fees, 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com.
1: This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news. 98, 7, and 1330 KNSS. Wichita's number one talk.
3: Good morning, 6 o'clock. This is the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh, now clear and 43 degrees. A young child was found dead in southeast Wichita on Tuesday morning near Lincoln and Edgemoor. Emergency responders were called to check out a child not breathing. They found the two-year-old deceased. The cause of death has not been determined. Wichita police are investigating Monday evening shooting that left a one-year-old child dead and two women critically injured. In the 2500 block of South Oliver. Investigators say a shooter fired multiple rounds from a, uh, from a handgun into an apartment. Three adults and three children were in the apartment. Three people in the apartment were not hit. A 10-month-old baby girl, a 5-year-old girl, and a 24-year-old man. One person was arrested at the scene for allegedly interfering with law enforcement officers. Wichita City Council member Mike Hoheisel commented on the case. And We will
2: catch the person who did it and they will face justice. But after that, we're going to have to continue and really buckle down on what we are doing
3: as a community, all of us. Anyone with information is asked to call WPD at 268-4407 or Crime Stoppers at 267-2111. Kansas City officials are providing an update on their investigation into the shooting that took place after the Chiefs' Super Bowl victory parade. Fox's Matt
1: Finn reports two men have been charged. Prosecutors say those two men are being charged with second degree murder and they got into a fight with at least one other person after the Kansas City Chiefs parade last week. That's when the pair pulled out their guns and started firing ultimately killing one woman and injuring 22 other people. A Kansas City prosecutor announced that 18-year-old Dominic M. Miller and 22-year-old Lyndall Mays have been charged with second-degree murder and unlawful use of a weapon. They're being held on $1 million bail. Investigators say it was Miller's firearm that hit Lisa Lopez Galvin, killing her. And the prosecutor said even more people might be charged, but the prosecutor declined to comment on just how many shooters might be out there.
3: At least half of the people struck with gunfire during the shooting were minors. Wichita Public Schools hosting a series of listening sessions as they consider closing six schools due to a budget shortfall.
4: The sessions will take place today at Marshall Middle School, 1510 North Payne, tomorrow at West High School, 8:20 South Osage, and Monday at the Administrative Center, 903 South Edgemore. All three sessions begin at 5-30. The board will also hold a public hearing on February 29th at 6 p.m. at the Elvin Morris Administrative Center, and then will vote on the school closures at their regular March 4th meeting. Dan O'Neill. News.
3: The city of Wichita will spend nearly a million dollars for improvements to parks and
0: facilities in 2024. The Wichita City Council approved $100,000 for new park signs at Riverside Tennis Center, the Fairmount Community Center, along with several others. Around $550,000 will go toward enhancements at Garvey Park, Cessna Park and others. The city will spend $225,000 for improvements to the Charles Dowdy Jr. Tennis Facility at McAdams Park. Councilmember Brandon Johnson called the project exciting.
5: This is um, pretty awesome, and seeing this uh, opportunity is a a great one, and I know it'll get a lot of good usage.
0: Barry Sanders Field, also at McAdams Park, will get a new grass turf, bleachers, and hydration station. The price tag for these improvements is around $54,000. Rodney Price, KNSS News. Former President Donald Trump has wrapped up a Fox News town hall in South Carolina,
3: ahead of that state's GOP presidential primary.
6: The former president touting his record on the economy and border security at the event in Greenville.
3: I took the money out. We built 571 miles of border wall, and that's what made our border so good.
6: Telling Fox's Laura Ingram, despite missing the GOP presidential primary debates, he feels he has an obligation to debate President Biden, including on foreign policy, and calling his indictments political interference.
3: All because of the fact that I'm, and you know this, all because of the fact that I'm in politics.
6: But answering a voter who asked how he'll focus on improving the nation instead of settling old scores, he replied his revenge would be success. Kristen Goodwin, Fox News.
3: KNSS News Time now, 6.05. Five minutes past six o'clock. Steve is in the morning now, KNSS, 6.09. It is Wednesday morning. And 42 degrees. A busy agenda is planned for today's meeting of the Sedgwick County Commission. Chair Ryan Beatty tells KNSS News the commission will entertain a purchase agreement for a building to be the new Election Commission headquarters near 37th and Rock.
0: 3639 North Coma Terrace Street. This is a north northeast
2: Wichita. It's a great building, 46,000 square feet. It meets all the needs for parking. It's on a bus
7: route for transit. There's not a whole lot of remodel that's going to have to happen in this building. But
0: what most people don't understand is is the county has been looking for an election office since 2018.
3: The current Election Commission office is in the old county courthouse in downtown Wichita. Beatty commented during his weekly appearance on the Stephen Head of the Morning Show on KNSS. The House has not passed a Senate-approved bill to fund Ukraine, which also contains a measure on improving military stockpiles.
6: The Ukraine aid bill held up in the House of Representatives includes $20 billion to revamp U.S. weapons stockpiles like Stinger missiles made in Tucson, Arizona, which have not been manufactured since 2004. Christopher Callio, president of RTX, which makes the Stinger missiles, explained in December why this matters.
0: That production line went dry for,
1: for many years because of a lack of orders. In fact, we had to bring people back out of retirement to kind of help us reconstitute that
6: line. The Pentagon signed a
1: $624
6: million contract to replace the 1,400 Stinger missiles sent to Ukraine. And now that production line is active again, helping modernize U.S. military stockpiles. At the Pentagon, Jennifer Griffin, Fox News.
3: A big conservative conference will do things
0: a little differently this year. The 2024 Conservative Political Action Conference in Washington will ask those attending who's their pick to be former President Trump's running mate. The straw poll usually asks who conference goers prefer to be the GOP nominee, but the website for the event says, quote, stand with President Trump. Former President Trump will be among the speakers over the next few days as the conference will focus on issues like impeaching Attorney General Merrick Garland, reducing government spending, and calling on corporate leaders to disavow anti-Semitic groups. In Washington, Ryan Schmelz, Fox News.
3: America's casinos are celebrating a record year.
4: There's an old
0: saying, the
4: House always wins. And that was especially true in 2023 as America's commercial casinos won $66.5 billion from gamblers last year. And when the figures from tribal-owned casinos are added later this year, that number is expected to jump to about $110 billion. One of the keys, legal sports betting, which resulted in over $10.9 billion in revenues for casinos, an increase of almost 45%. Americans placed nearly $120 billion on legal sports bets last year. That's up nearly 28%. Kevin Uretzky, Fox News. KNSS News time now, 6-12,
3: 12 minutes past 6 o'clock. Traffic volume is still light in most places, but
8: we're getting some heavier traffic volumes here and there. And you might want to watch out for a slowdown. We've got a stalled-out vehicle westbound Kellogg, pretty close to the ramp to Hillside. So watch out for that. Another one northbound on I-135, and this is down by Hydraulic in South Wichita. Traffic update. From 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, I'm Jad Chambers.
3: Looks like another day of spring-like weather. The forecast now with KNSS staff meteorologist, Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan.
5: Good morning. Some high-level clouds are spreading into southern Kansas. That's ahead of a disturbance that's moving our way by this evening. A big warm-up expected this afternoon with a high 75. It'll be clearing off late tonight. Our low 44 as the frontal boundary pushes through. Cooler and breezy on Thursday with a high 62. I'm KNSS, meteorologist
1: Dan holiday.
3: Now a clear sky, southeast wind at just 5 miles per hour. 42 degrees at Wichita's Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and
1: 1330
3: KNSS. 6.13, good morning to Ted Woodward. Hello,
7: Steve McIntosh.
3: up a while ago, the moon was nearly full out there.
7: Man, I didn't notice. Yeah, you, you, yeah there's plenty she of life for us.
3: All right, we had a sunny day across Kansas Tuesday. Wichita's high temperature was 72 degrees. Normal high. ha! <laughs> The date, 50. Hey, how about that? Mm, can't last. Can't last. <laughs> on this date in 1971, this is a big snow day in history yep, this for us. Is, uh, we yeah. have
7: had snow on this date in our history.
3: 1971, a blizzard struck the southern half of Kansas, burying areas with 10 to 13 inches of snow. Northeast 30 to 40 mile per hour winds produced near zero visibility. That was a big one. Wichita Continent Airport received 11.6 inches now, same date, but in 2013. Hmm, how many years is that? 43, 44? Anyway. 11. The second day of a huge two day snowstorm continued across Kansas. Most of central and south central Kansas received 10 to 14 inches, but parts of Kingman County received one and a half feet. <sighs> An additional eight inches were measured at Wichita's Mid Continent Airport, with 6.2 inches measured on the 20th. This brought the storm total. To 14.2 inches, making this the second worst snowstorm in Wichita's history. This was quite a day for snow in 71 and then again in 2013. Yeah. Wow. Snow day. And what do we got today? 72 with plenty of sunshine to go out. And you can just imagine snow because
7: it's not here. What it was like a
3: couple of (laughs)
7: February 21st in our history, but not today. Ted, was 2013 the year that we...
8: We noticed that there were those gigantic piles of snow that were so. still there. Yeah,
7: uh, it was it was very late when those were still there in that parking lot. And you and I helped shovel people oh. out of the the parking spots because the snow yep. was so thick in the parking lot there at Twenty First and Woodlawn. Yeah, yeah, well, and those snow piles in the parking lot stayed there
3: until like April. Yeah, Mother's Day. They were, they were Day. there in April. Yeah, <laughs> it was, yeah, well,
7: those things crazy. stayed there a long time. They lingered. <laughs>
3: The one in 71, I had just started working at KEYN, had a young young child. My son was, what, a, a month old. I went to work. Yeah, my mom was pregnant with my little brother. I went to work. Hey. All right, uh, let's see what else on this date. How about 1885, the Washington Monument was dedicated. What, 550 feet tall? You, you know, look at it. People, if you've never been there, you look at it and say, oh, that's a tall, skinny thing. You didn't get up to the base of it. And the base is huge. pretty amazing structure. But it goes up like over 500 feet. My brothers and I have, we went to the top of it by foot up the stairs. Hmm. I told you about that. My oldest brother, Don, who knew we were out of our minds, took the elevator.
7: Yeah, I did it the the opposite way. I took the (laughs) elevator
3: up and came down the stairs. (laughs) We took the elevator down. All right, we learned our lesson, I guess. The Alabama Supreme Court has ruled that frozen embryos can be considered children under state law. The ruling critics say could have sweeping implications for fertility treatments, among other things. The decision was issued in a pair of wrongful death cases brought by three couples who had frozen embryos destroyed in an accident at a fertility clinic. Justices citing anti-abortion language in the Alabama Constitution ruled that an 1872 state law allowing parents to sue over the death of a minor child applies to all unborn children, regardless of their location. Ruling brought a rush of warnings about the potential impact on fertility treatments and the freezing of embryos, which had previously been considered property by the courts. Yeah, could, have, could have some implications. All right, here you go. A Michigan man charged Tuesday under the state's new law requiring state uh, safe storage of guns. Okay, it had a new law. It goes into effect, right? His two-year-old daughter shot herself in the head with his revolver the day after the law took effect. 44-year-old Flint man became the first person to be charged with violating the law that took effect February 13th. He probably didn't even know there was a law. Which just
7: goes to show that they can make a law. Nobody's going to act on it. Yeah.
3: How do you enforce it? Yeah. Or keep people from breaking it. The girl is hospitalized in critical condition, apparently still alive. Flint police learned of the shooting after the man took the girl to a hospital. And police say they found two guns in the bedroom of the man's home, the revolver and semi-automatic pistol, both were unsecured and loaded. Yeah, he, he probably didn't know what day it was. 6.18 now, Stephen Ted, the morning here on KNSS. It is time for a lead-off sports on a Wednesday morning with Ted Woodward, Ted.
7: And it's a Shocker basketball night. Only three home games left for the Shockers wow, this season. almost over. Huh? And we got one tonight. The Shockers hosting their longtime rival, Tulsa, at Coke Arena tonight. Shocks are a six-and-a-half-point favorite coming into this one. As uh, Tulsa has only won one road game the entire season. Shockers are trying to snap a three-game losing streak. And we'll see what happens tonight at Coke Arena. Shocks have won eight home games this season. See if they can get another one tonight. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl have their pregame coverage at 7 o'clock. game will tip off at 8 p.m. tonight at Coke Arena. So we've got a little bit of a different start time tonight. 8 p.m. tip tonight at Coke Arena. Listen live to the Shockers, of course, on 103.7 KEYN. Let's go to pro football. Remember that Chiefs playoff game against the Miami Dolphins? And, of course, we had it for you free here on K yeah. But if you wanted to watch it, watch it on the TVs. It was streaming only. Remember that? Yes. People had to pay for Peacock if they wanted to see that
3: football game. Everybody got
7: upset. And everybody got upset. Guess who's laughing all the way to the bank? The NFL.
2: It's a win for the NFL on streaming platforms. The first streaming exclusive NFL playoff game helped drive the biggest day that Nielsen has ever measured. The NFL wild card game between the Kansas City Chiefs and Miami Dolphins on Peacock was the first playoff game ever exclusive to a streamer. The January 13th game averaged close to 23 million viewers and accounted for 3.9 billion minutes of watch time, almost 10% of all streaming viewing that day. The NFL game also drove Peacock to its largest share of viewing for a month. Sports and specifically the end of the NFL regular season and early playoff rounds accounted for 28% of all broadcast viewing in January. Michelle Polino, Fox News.
3: Yeah, so... You think the NFL will try that again? Gee, I wonder.
7: And all this. Boycott pickup Boycott the NFL. Yeah, that really it didn't, happened. It didn't work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's go to a college uh, juco men's basketball tonight over at the Power Plant in El Dorado. you got 19th-ranked Butler Community College hosting Colby. Grizzlies are on a three-game winning streak. Dennis Higgins will have live coverage of the Butler Grizzlies at 7.15 tonight. You can listen to that one live on 97.5 and 1240 KFH.
3: What's Put the charge for that? Free. Oh,
7: okay. Listen to KFH
3: for free. I'll make sure.
7: Yeah. Uh, hey, we've got high school basketball. The seasons are really wrapping up. We've only got uh, one game left in the regular season for most teams. Let's go to the girls. The Andover girls win at home last night. Beat Salina Central 61-39. The Andover girls are 19-0 and on the season. And we go to the McPherson boys. They win on the road at Augusta, forty-three to thirty-two. The McPherson boys are undefeated at nineteen and zero on the season. Wow! One game left in the regular season. Some of our great high school teams starting to look towards the postseason. Happy birthday today to former Wichita State outfielder Sam Hilliard. He is thirty years old today. Nice hitter for the Shockers, drafted in the fifteenth round by the Colorado Rockies, and he has played five seasons in the majors. And his sixth season will be with a new team. He's now with the Baltimore Orioles after being with the Atlanta Braves last year. Former shocker, hitter, good hitter, Sam Hilliard. It's his birthday. He is 30 years old today. And sports on KNSS is brought to you by the Farmer's Dog. The the effects can feel magical. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash nomagic. Hey, You need to switch your dog food to the farmer's
3: dog. 622 now. Keep it here for Dr. Sanjay Gupta. Battling seasonal depression. Spring is nearly here, after all. That's coming up. Steve at 10 in the morning here on KNSS.
1: Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi-awarded radio show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Good morning,
3: Steve McIntosh. Ted Woodward, 630 on a Wednesday morning, 42 degrees. The Kansas flat tax has failed to overcome the governor's veto. Lawmakers were three votes shy of an override, with five Republicans voting to support the veto. Representative Tori Marie Blue. A Great Bend Republican says the plan would have benefited all taxpayers.
0: Kansas is financially better off than prior years. We were elected to help hardworking Kansans instead of hurt them from tax burden and taxing them out of our great state.
3: Democrats in Topeka say the plan did not help the middle class enough.
7: If you're looking to replace your old gasoline-powered lawn equipment, you might be eligible for a rebate.
0: The Wichita City Council approved the city's 2024 Lawn Care Rebate Program Eligible new electric or battery-powered lawn equipment, such as mowers, leaf blowers, trimmers, and edgers, would receive a rebate amount of $100 or the price of purchase. To get that rebate, applicants must provide proof that the existing combustion device was recycled. The program's goal is to remove gas-powered equipment, which the city says is responsible for between 25 to 36 percent of local emissions. Mulching blades would be eligible for a $30 rebate. The program will begin March 1st and is scheduled to end on December 31st or when funds are exhausted. Rodney Price, KNSS News.
3: At today's meeting, the Sedgwick County Commission will look at a pay plan for emergency communications and spending federal pandemic grant money. Commission Chair Ryan Beatty tells KNSS News it's a big meeting and everything is important.
0: We're going to also hear the appraiser's annual report Uh uh, property value trends in Sedgwick County. So we're going to hear about, you know, what, where are we going to use as a baseline as we go into the 2025 budget as is, is property values.
3: The commission will entertain a purchase agreement for a building to be the new election commission headquarters near 37th and Rock. Beatty commented during his weekly appearance on the Stephen Ted in the Morning Show on KNSS.
7: The search for a missing 11-year-old girl abducted in Texas coming to a tragic end.
4: Polk County Sheriff Byron Lyons made the somber announcement that ended the search for Audrey Cunningham. I sadly announced that Audrey's body was located at the Trinity River on the U.S. Highway 59. The little girl had been missing since last week. She was last seen with Don Stephen McDougall. He's being held on an unrelated charge. But Polk County D.A. Shelley Sitton said because of evidence they have.
6: We believe the appropriate arrest warrant is going to be for capital murder in the death of Audrey Cunningham.
4: The county medical examiner is determining the exact cause and manner of death as this investigation continues. Gernal Scott. Fox News.
3: Crime is proving to be a growing concern among migrant communities.
1: Chaotic video shows a group of NYPD officers struggling to arrest a man inside a migrant tent shelter on Randalls Island last week. Fired up residents pelt these officers with backpacks, cushions and water bottles. Police say they were called to this scene last week when an unidentified suspect got into a verbal fight with police and refused to leave forcing these officers to try to physically remove the suspect. He was ultimately arrested for trespassing. Also in New York, a 45-year-old Amazon driver was charged by police after he tried to fight back after an alleged 26-year-old drunk illegal migrant exposed himself to the driver and tried to steal packages.
3: Fox's Matt Finn reporting. Now we'll look at the forecast with KNSS staff
5: meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan Good morning. The unusually warm weather pattern continues today across Wichita and south-central Kansas. Temperatures fell into the 40s overnight. It'll become partly cloudy today with a high 75. Clearing late tonight as the front moves through our low 44. Breezy on Thursday with a high 62. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday.
3: Now clear sky, 42 degrees, not much wind, southeast at 5 miles per hour. At Wichita severe weather station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Wednesday, September 21st, 2024, that's the time and the date. And on this date in 1972, President Richard M. Nixon began his historic visit to China as he and his wife, Pat, arrived in Beijing trying to, you know, patch things up with China and get a new relationship going. It went pretty well for a while there. But here yeah. we are 50 years later, and we're on the verge of destroying each other. <laughs> Everything goes backward, it seems. Wow. A proposal that would require school libraries to notify parents of every book their child checks out was advanced by Georgia Senators Tuesday, while a proposal to subject school librarians to criminal charges for distributing material containing obscenity waits in the wings. Measures are part of a broad and continuing push in many states to root out what they say is inappropriate material from schools and libraries.
7: Yeah, a kid can't even go
3: to the school library anymore without... (laughs)
7: Huge government control. And
3: they want to be in there. The opponents say it's a campaign of censorship meant to block children's freedom to learn while scaring teachers and librarians into silence for fear of losing their jobs exactly. or worst intimidation. And uh, I I think they have a point. I think that people just become intimidated by that kind of stuff and scared to death to do anything. So they, well, kids can't read everything they can, I guess. And I'm not one who says it ought to be reading dirty stuff either. So there you go. Hey, 58 years ago, this date, 1966, One Million Years B.C., starring Raquel Welch, was released in the U.S. For my generation, who can forget the animal skin bikini poster of Raquel Welch? Very iconic. And in, back in the, you know, the Stone Age, I guess, uh, there was somebody to take you, because her hair, her hair looked great. She yeah. had a terrific makeup, too. Yeah. Well. She I mean, had it going they, on. They must have had some even a million years ago BC. A Million years ago, they had some great beauty salons somewhere. <laughs> All right, you've got one here. Yeah, I saw this on Facebook. A hundred years ago, today, nineteen twenty-four, opening night of the four-day dedication services of Wichita's new million-dollar high school building, officially presented to the city that evening, nineteen twenty-four. Is that what East High is mm-hmm. now, Wichita High? Yep. It became East High there someplace along the way. Built yeah. a new high school for a million bucks.
7: State you know, of the I, art, man. I'd, it's still a pretty school. I remember driving by it the other day. Well, it's, I did, it's I did too. It's still a very attractive
3: building. I looked and I thought, that thing is huge as well. I didn't go to East, but they always had like three or 4,000 kids going to school. A thing. massive school. Yeah. A big, big school. I don't know if I could make it to class on time and when they change classes, but... Uh, I've been incited just to go in. I've been to the old gym, and that's about all I've ever done to the East. So believe it or not, there was a time when that old gym was brand new. Yeah. It was state-of-the-art as well. And, of course, they've gone in there with the bond money, and they've redone everything, and it's Mm -hmm. very nice. So 100 years ago. Wow. East High. Actually, Wichita High School, right, Ted? 637 now, Stephen, 10 in the morning. It looks like another day of... Beautiful spring-like weather. I got out. Good. I did not get out yesterday for a walk. Charlie and I were doing stuff all day, and I couldn't get out. So, uh, I'm hoping today to get out there and enjoy the weather. Uh, Did you get out at all? I certainly did. Mm. Very good for you. Pass up a day like that? No. All right. Six coming up on six thirty-eight. Stephen, head in the morning here on KNSS, and it's time for the KNSS Commodities Update with Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities.
4: Good morning, Tom. Well, good morning, Steve and Ted. Well last week our five area feed yard sold over sixty nine thousand five hundred head cattle in the cash market. Kansas sold nearly seventeen thousand the most since the week ending June twenty second of last year. Now last week's average steer cash price in Kansas was one hundred seventy nine eighty six. That was down a dollar ninety six from the previous week. Now Tuesday the cattle futures traded mixed and closed mostly positive with the best gains being in our feeder cattle futures. Lean hog Futures continued to make new highs for the move. To the upside and closed positive yesterday. Yesterday's close saw April live cattle down 22 cents at 187.32, March feeders 35 higher at 251.37, and April lean hogs 45 higher at 85.67. Now there was likely managed money short covering Tuesday that lifted the wheat, the corn, and the soybean futures into higher price levels. The wheat futures led yesterday's higher gains in the trade. The Brazil soybean harvest continues to make progress, at being somewhere around 30 percent complete. Now overnight, negative trading returned to our grain and soybean complexes. At the moment, March KC wheat's down five and a quarter at five eighty and a half. March corn down a penny and a half at four seventeen and a quarter. March soybeans down six and a quarter at 1172 and three quarters. April crude oil trading 23 cents lower at 7681. April gold is unchanged at 2039 The March SP 12 and three quarter points lower at 4978 and three quarters with March dollar index five cents higher at 10403. And March Dow Jones futures 69 points lower at 38,574. Now for commodity trading, ag marketing, or managed trading programs, Contact Leffler Commodities on the phone or on the web by using 866-GO-TO-TOM. So is this kind of weather good or bad for the farmer?
3: Or... uh,
4: Oh, it's really really good. Okay. I mean, it allows you a chance to get some early... Field work done. There's getting to be a little bit of field work going on. We've also got some top dressing of fertilizer on the wheat right now, and on brome field or brome pastures also. So yeah. it's good weather. We've had a little bit of moisture. We're going to want some more before long too.
3: Oh, I bet you. I bet you we get some one of these days soon. Right. Had the you big, bet. Had the big snowstorm back in 19. Were you? Do you remember the big storm storm of '71? When uh, yes, I do. Okay, where were you at at that time? On the farm. On the farm. It got snowed in there for a day or two, probably,
4: right? Yeah, and uh, that always made things difficult because we always was out blading off all of our roads to get to where we needed to to feed cattle long before the county ever got out there to blade them. And uh, we didn't have the equipment we do today. Not that many of our tractors had cabs on, and a lot of them had comfort covers. So it was kind of a uh, cold conditions out there working in that. Awful conditions.
3: All right. All right, thanks, Tom. Tom Leffler of Leffler Commodities with our update this morning. Coming up, we got Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker. Which is better, salary or a wage? Okay. How about just having a job? Oh, there's that, too. <laughs> Don Grant. do sort it out for us. The money tracker, CFP. Coming up with Stephen's Head in the Morning on KNSS. Call from Mom. Answer it.
1: Call silenced.
5: Stephen Ted in the morning,
3: KNSS, 6.46 here on this Wednesday morning with three big things. Three. City Council approves nearly a million dollars to improve Wichita parks and facilities. Two. School district will hold public hearings about plans to close six Wichita schools to save money. One. Two men charged in the Kansas City parade shooting. Three big things, Stephen Ted on KNSS. As the traffic volumes increase,
8: we do have a stalled-out vehicle. You'll want to watch for this. This is northbound on I-135, the ramp to hydraulic down in south Wichita. Traffic on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS is brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Now they've got two convenient locations, downtown at Market and Waterman and 47th Street South and Broadway in the former Kmart building there. You can see it all at carlstire.com. Carl's
3: Goodyear, your home for complete car care. Mostly sunny today with a high of 73 degrees. Partly cloudy tonight, the overnight low 42. Thursday, sunny, breezy, turning a bit cooler. Tomorrow's high, just 60 degrees. Now a clear sky, southeast wind at 5 miles per hour and 42 degrees. Whiskey lovers, go to the Monarch for nightcap specials every day from 10 till midnight. Get half-priced pints and $7 signature old fashions. The Monarch, West Douglas, in historic Delano. Steve and Ted on KNSS. Police in Germany say they've solved a murder that took place more than 40 years ago.
6: I'm Gianna Gelosi with your Fox True Crime Minute. Police in Germany think they've solved a 46-year-old cold case and say a U.S. Army veteran is to blame. James Patrick Dempsey is under arrest and facing extradition to Germany for the 1978 murder of Barbel Gansow. She was found dead in her Ludwigsburg apartment with 37 stab wounds. The 35-year-old is said to have hung around officers' clubs for American soldiers. Police collected fingerprints from a bathroom window that was left open at the crime scene and compared them to the prints of soldiers Gansow knew. But Dempsey was not a part of the initial investigation. The case went cold but was reopened in 2020 when police ran the fingerprints through a U.S. database. Dempsey was stationed in Ludwigsburg between 1977 and 1978 before being discharged. Army records say he developed an alcohol problem and aggressive behavior and when he got back to the U.S. he got a DUI and because of that his fingerprints were in the system and matched those at the crime scene. There's more on the story at foxnews.com. Subscribe to the Fox True Crime Podcast with Emily Campagno. I'm Gianna Gelosi with your Fox True Crime Minute.
3: A good day for Walmart stock on Wall Street Tuesday.
6: The major averages ending lower, led by tech as investors digested another crop of earnings reports. Big tech stocks were the worst performers today, with chipmakers like NVIDIA leading the charge and falling over 4%. Energy also lagged while consumer staples gained. Shares of Walmart jumped 3%, the best performer in the Dow today after the country's biggest retailer delivered strong fourth-quarter earnings that topped expectations. Walmart also confirmed it was buying smart TV maker Vizio for $2.3 billion. The Dow winners, Walmart, Coca-Cola, and Travelers. The Dow Decliners, Microsoft, Salesforce, and Caterpillar. The Dow falling 64 points. The Nasdaq down 145. SP and p 500 down 30. Hillary Barsky,
3: Fox News. So which is better, salary or wage? Hmm. Don Grant, CFP, the money tracker, is with us this morning to tell us about it. Good morning, sir. Well, good morning,
2: Steve and Ted. You know, back in the old college days, rah, 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 rah. <laughs> I waited tables to, to pay tuition for rent and, and, and for rent, and I, I remember training to open a new restaurant. A friend was hired as a manager. <clears throat> she opted to stay on a moderate hourly wage, which I thought was kind of silly, rather than a, a pretty hefty salary for the time. She ended up way ahead because of that decision. It worked because she knew that there would be long hours and a boatload of overtime if she stuck to a wage. Compensation comes in several forms. The most common types of pay for work are a constant salary and hourly pay. A salary is a negotiated amount of pay no matter how many hours are worked. Salaried employees are not eligible for overtime pay. Hourly pay is just that, a certain amount paid per hour of work. Hourly workers uh, can get overtime equaling their base wage plus 50%. Now, if the job requires long hours, whether in total or concentrated into several days, it benefits the employer to pay the worker a salary. They know what it's going to cost them every month for the services of that salaried employee. They can avoid paying overtime penalties because salaried workers are considered exempt from overtime pay. If the employee can control the number of hours each employee works, it benefits them to pay a wage. Employers can even you know can even more by keeping hourly workers as part-time employees who are generally not eligible for benefits like health care coverage and access to retirement savings plans what's best for you? unfortunately, you may not have a choice if a position is offered, it's going to probably come with a, a pay structure attached to it If you bring special skills or expertise to a job, you may be in a pretty good negotiating position to choose how you are paid. If that's the case, think about the workload and the hours that you will need to spend to do the job right. If it's more than a 40-hour week or eight-hour day, consider a wage. Otherwise, get a salary that's commensurate with the work you'll do and the value that you will add to that company. And, of course, if you have any questions on this, give me a call over at Saber Wealth. The number is 267-267. O oh, six hundred.
3: This morning, Sanjay Gupta, Doctor Gupta, talking about battling seasonal depression. We had one just a few minutes ago. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This is what happens when you're in, during the winter, when you're usually shut up for weeks at a time and so forth. I haven't had any seasonal depression. In fact, past few days I've had some pretty good feelings. It's, it's been good. nice it's so out. Nice out. Yeah. We had one cold snap. Yeah, we had that bad cold. week in January. But other than that, I don't have cabin fever.
2: Well, you know, there's there's times when, you know, it it just draws, and it's usually about this time of year, when winter just drives on too long, and if there are three sort of overcast days in a row, and Mm -hmm. it's a Saturday morning... I'm Absolutely. just going to roll over and go to sleep. Absolutely. And I would, I would call Absolutely. that minor depression. It is. You know? Sure it so. is. Sure it is.
3: Well, anyway.
7: Well, and even though it's 72 degrees
2: outside, the trees are still dead. They the are. grass is still brown. Yeah, it, yeah. I don't well, get that
7: spring feeling until stuff starts to turn green. Well, right?
2: and then when it starts budding out, and then what gets me is when there's that last and freeze. A huge freeze. The buds yeah. all fall off, mm-hmm. and they have to do it again. But I guess
3: it makes the trees stronger. All right. Today is National Sticky Bun Day. Known as... I know you're stuck to your chair there. What's the deal? Take it easy. Known as (laughs) Schnucken, meaning snail, the sticky bun is rolled into a sweet spiral resembling its German name, the Schnucken. Still considered to be a Pennsylvania pest. Yeah, there's
7: a a place in State College, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, yeah. And their
3: specialty is sticky buns. Me and my dad went there. Oh, man. Many believe the sticky bun's origin in the United States began in the 19th century, and Ted is an expert on this. Sticky bun, yeah, yeah. No, National Sticky Bun Day. All right, those are great.
2: Yeah. yeah.
3: anybody make one around here? No, no. Wait, the, the sticky difference
2: between sticky buns and and cinnamon rolls. I guess they're they're a little smaller. They don't rise as much, and they have more of a glaze on them than a than a that's about right yeah. cream cheesy thing. I don't so, know. Yeah.
7: National
3: Sticky, sticky buns, buns are. Good. Yeah, you're
2: right,
7: Steve. As far as getting one here,
3: who, yeah, who knows. <laughs> All right, coming up on 6, gentlemen, thank you. And uh, coming up at 7 o'clock this morning, just a few minutes from right now, we will uh, bring you up to date on all the news this morning on KNSS. Police still investigating that fatal shooting of a child this week, small child. And the Kansas City police have charged two men in the parade shooting. So there's a development there. It's all the way. Stephen head in the morning here on KNSS. Securities offered through Kestra Investment
8: Services LLC, member FINRA/SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services LLC, an affiliate of Kestra IS. Saber Wealth is not affiliated with Kestra IS or Kestra AS.
2: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.